everyone. This is Brooke Ruskevich from Miss Bruner's First Hour Theater 2 Acting Studio class. I hope that everyone is doing well during this time. If you're listening to this podcast in the future, right now we are seven weeks into the COVID-19 pandemic, and it has been a very interesting time. For theater, I am lucky enough to get to do this project. It's called the Theater Reimagine Theater Project. And basically, we get to interview artists who have experience and have had many successes in the performing arts. And I'm really excited. I get to do my project today with that. So who I will be interviewing is I am interviewing Emily Tucker. She is a Wisconsin native, born and raised from Platteville, Wisconsin, in a big family. She graduated from UW-Madison with a BA in theater and drama back in 2007. And since then, this is super cool. I can't wait to talk to her about it a little bit today. She has gotten to travel like across the United States, like New York City, Chicago, and also around the world doing what she loves in theater. She has gone to Singapore and Australia on various tours, and I'm super excited to talk with her about it. Also, I think it's really cool that I get to interview Emily because she has much experience in many different fields. Um, she has worked as an actress, a puppeteer, a comedian, and even a teacher um, in the field of theater and performing arts. So I'm really excited to share this interview with you guys and get to like meet and talk with someone who is obviously very passionate to be doing it for so many years and has gotten a lot of really cool diverse experiences within theater. Alright, so I'm just going to take a moment and ring her up. I will be right back. Hi, it's Emily. Emily, this is Brooke. Hi, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Um, first off, I just wanted to thank you so much for like agreeing to do this call, and especially with your busy schedule with the newborn, oh. I cannot imagine. Just, like, oh, no problem. Being down to do this. I'm excited to do it, honestly. You know how crazy the last couple months have been, but part of that <laughs> craziness is like just the monotony of it so definitely quarantine so this is a nice um change of pace in my day so i appreciate it and i thank you for um the opportunity and for your interest in my story you know so i'm super excited to hear about i i've been doing some research and it sounds like you've gotten to like travel a lot like across yeah. the country and even to, like internationally just to do yeah. this mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm happy to talk a bit about that experience and the kind of background and like the, you know, winding road that has gotten me to where I am today <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. I was wondering actually if we want to start off with that. I was wondering if you'd like to give us like an overview of like what you do and what this looks like and just mm-hmm. like the role that this plays throughout your life, I guess. Sure. So I uh, got a theater degree from UW-Madison, um, and then right after I graduated from college, I moved out to New York City, and I was out there for about seven and a half years, and 
when I was out there, I uh, really worked in the performing arts in a wide variety of different avenues, which I think is kind of the beauty of the performing arts is that there are so many different things you can do. So I not only did, you know, like off-Broadway plays, musicals, but I did like some movement art pieces. I did improv. I did some even like guerrilla theater work. Um, And I was also an education coordinator for two small theater companies that I helped to create. And yeah, and then two of the bigger pieces that really ended up being some of the most impactful that I didn't necessarily anticipate when I moved out there um, was that I did stand-up comedy, and I also got into puppetry. So I think, uh, you know, finding all those different avenues really gave me my own agency within the performing arts world, and it really helped me to kind of like... my own path when doing the big cattle call auditions got really you know just kind of frustrating and taxing so I learned a lot about self-promotion and just about like grassroots um, theater companies and stuff like that and doing stand-up comedy also really it allowed me to vent about life in New York City. It totally <laughs> fed my love of writing, which I've always had for my whole life. Um, so it really, stand-up like, came as an outlet to me. Um, it wasn't something that I knew I was going to do, but it sort of popped up out of necessity to really like express myself um, on my own time and in my own way of writing. So that's great. I have notebooks of material <laughs> from when we were in New York City. I got to perform at like Caroline's on Broadway, Stand Up New York, um, so some of the bigger clubs, and that was really awesome experience. Yeah, um, that sounds amazing. Thanks. And then I also got into puppetry, which again was just kind of like another way into this huge performing arts world. And Um, I got interested in puppets just (laughs) kind of like by happenstance and then it really took off and I actually did three international tours um, with two different children's puppet shows and we performed at the Sydney Opera House, we were in Singapore for a couple weeks, we performed in Hawaii and all over the U.S. Um, I have pretty much been to every state and you know a lot of big gorgeous theaters across the country even some in you know small towns um, and I really loved that experience um, and then doing like the education and outreach for the theater companies in New York that really also fulfilled this other piece that I always felt like I needed which was an ability to give back and, a, and to um, have a greater impact beyond my own like self-fulfillment of theater which children's theater definitely helped with as well yeah um and so i now well so seven and a half years in new york then um, my husband zane and i moved to chicago and i had an agent there and i did more you know like um theater in terms of plays and musicals did a bit of voiceover work there uh, but I also felt the need to kind of pivot and I wanted to use other skills 
um, I really still wanted to work in the nonprofit world. Um, and so I now work for a humanitarian service nonprofit organization, and it's one of the oldest and biggest organizations for humanitarian service in the world. And I basically, thanks, um, I basically now am like a, I manage volunteers. And I do a lot of in-person um, and online training for our volunteers and a lot of presentations, both like in the office and like out traveling. So what has been pretty amazing is that all those skills that I learned not only in college, but then through those years of performing are useful every day. And I even use the puppetry. So as soon as my volunteers learned I had a background in theater, <laughs> they like demanded the puppet yeah, for presentations. <laughs> it's just adults love puppets just as much as kids do. And it is a great adult learning tool. So I have used puppetry quite a bit in my presentations and public speaking. And then, you know, like the other technical skills like voice work and breath work um, for public speaking are I use every day. And um, sometimes even when I've been at conferences or I'm giving presentations, at the end of it, people love to say, you have a background in theater or, you know, like, have you, you know, done theater in the past or have you been an actor? And I'm always like, yes, in fact, I have. So. I think, you know, I always tell my parents that um, their help with my theater degree, like, will never go to waste. It's always useful. And, um, you know, you just get to work with lots of different types of people. You learn how to work with so many different types of people. You know, learning how to work and travel and have good communication skills. That is all stuff that I am still using day to day. And I'm always still, like, writing my own stuff too and um, kind of always you know talking with other friends in the theater world to maybe come up with some future projects to do on the side as well definitely okay that is incredible wow oh, so you have you. obviously explored like every you've, it sounds like you've done basically a little bit of everything and you specialized yeah. in certain things for longer like the mm-hmm. like the world tours with puppetry what would you mm-hmm. say is your favorite avenue that might be a little hard because it looks it sounds like you've done so many different things yeah that's a good question i think i think it's got to be the puppetry because um those you know the international tours were so fun but also i learned so much um through that skill of puppetry and I didn't anticipate that as an avenue I would ever go down and so I think sometimes when you um the things that surprise you the most are oftentimes the ones that emerge as favorites because they're so different than what you uh set out to do and um I met so many great people through that world the puppetry world is actually like a really small world and so um you get to know people who are working on Sesame Street every day, and it's just, it's really neat, and it's a really, really nice community of people. Very supportive, too. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's so cool. It's, it's not every day that you're actually the first person that I've ever talked to that have been involved, that's been involved <laughs> in that. Yeah, it's, super cool. um, and it's fun, too. It's something you can do all the time, you know? I have puppets in my closet behind me right now so you know like 
I can entertain my son who's a newborn, but like I imagine the puppets will come in handy to him or it's like film a YouTube video if I wanted to or, you know, like give a presentation to a bunch of adults. It's um, versatile and, and fun. Yeah, definitely. So you mentioned something about your parents like exposing you to it. One thing I was wondering was like how you first like came across like theater and like the arts in general and like what really originally yeah. drew you to it. Yeah. It was fun for me to see that question and think back on like where it all started. <laughs> um, I think I always my parents would say I always entertained them as a kid. But I was actually a pretty shy kid. Um, and then in sixth grade, I was in a play, and I remember I played a man with a pot belly. Um, <laughs> and I would say that was when, like, I really caught the theater bug, but I do remember that as a fun experience. And then when I got into high school, um, I just tried to be as active as I could. I was in band and orchestra, and then I was in the school plays and musicals. I was in, like, speech and drama class, probably somewhat similar to the class you're in. And I joined this like theater troupe where we did um, like social justice pieces that we created ourselves. And I think I just kind of found my niche there and I found my voice, so to say. And then it really was um, confirmed. My love of theater was confirmed, I think, when I auditioned for some plays and musicals at the university in my hometown. So um, I grew up in Platteville, Wisconsin, which is in southwestern Wisconsin. and the university would open up their auditions to the public sometimes. So as a high school student, I auditioned for those and I got into a couple. And then that really showed me this whole other world, like, you know, that there was theater beyond high school and that these people were all having so much fun. And I made these friends who were older than me. It was just super fun. And it was at that point I knew that I wanted to study theater and make it a focus in my life, you know, however that evolved. Yeah, definitely. And how old were you when you got into like these collegiate level plays? That's that's amazing. <laughs> I was sixteen, oh, so wow. I think I was a junior. Well, actually, the first one was um, theater festival at the university, and that was in the summer. And that was, I think, my sophomore year in high school. So I was like fifteen or sixteen. Gotcha. That was fun. And prior to that moment, would you have ever guessed that one day you'd keep like pursuing it as a career at this level that you would have like have this much experience and this much like success with it yeah I think that prior to that I always wanted to be a journalist <laughs> um, gotcha. I wanted to be Koki Roberts as a as a kid I don't know if you know who that is but she's a very <laughs> famous reporter and journalist so I wanted to be a journalist I loved writing and then when I got into theater I felt like that was I actually did feel like yes I could do this for the rest of my life in some capacity but I think even when I wanted to go into journalism I still had this dream of like moving to New York City and just trying to work in some sort of creative field so I think if it wouldn't have been theater um, I would have gone for something else, but I think ultimately I definitely would have still like moved to New York and tried to get my feet wet in some kind of creative atmosphere. Definitely, and it sounds like, especially through stand-up comedy, you're able to still do a lot of writing and like express your voice in creative ways. 
that's yep. still that ties together like that. Yeah, it's kind of funny how I think sometimes in life your passions they come out of you one way or another, right? Like you can that's try funny. to do something else, but I think things that you love and that you're passionate about are going to make their way into your everyday life regardless. So I think that's definitely what happened with me. That's that's super cool. Another question I have for you is I was wondering, you talked a little bit about it earlier, but I was wondering like how theater and the people you perform with have like changed your life for the better. Yeah, so I love this question because it immediately makes me think of all the people that I've worked with and I think that's probably the best thing the diversity of people that you meet and uh, all the different backgrounds that people come from and the different art forms like there is so much diversity of art form of people of personalities of talent within the performing arts world um, another thing that I loved was the travel obviously I uh, learned so much about you know different cultures and even just different parts of the U.S. and, and how even small towns in the U.S. and different states are very culturally different and you know you you roll into a new town or new city and you unload that truck uh, the two shows that I did were like smaller children's theater shows so the actors were also uh, loading in and loading out the set so that was actually a really valuable skill I've, I've done the technical side of theater as well which is really important I think when you work in the performing arts world to get a sense of all aspects of it you know backstage on stage um, and so that was fun traveling into new places and meeting the local crew and working with them um, and I would say uh, you really learn a lot of resiliency when you work in the performing arts world. You know, it's, I think everyone knows it's not always easy. It's not always a linear path. And sometimes you end up working lots of different jobs at once. So um, you've got to be resilient and you learn that quickly. And I think one of the best things about that is that you do work so many different jobs. You have so many different experiences that if and when you do want to pivot to, you know, expand beyond the arts or even just a different sector of the arts, all that experience, at least in my experience, was very easily transmittable to other industries. So when I decided that I wanted to go and work for a humanitarian um, community service organization, I was easily able to find parallels in all that experience um, and kind of for lack of a better word, sell myself for the position I wanted, even if it was in a different industry. Um, gotcha. So, yeah, the people you meet are friends for life. It's a supportive community, and um, it's really the best part of it at the end of the day. That's, that's, that sounds like an incredible experience. And would you say that, like, that resiliency kind of, like, crossed over to, like, areas of your life outside of theater I'm oh yeah I'm yeah definitely because you know when you are fresh out of college and you move to New York City and you are you know juggling a couple of different day jobs so that you can go to rehearsals and 
you know, do the theater thing, um, you learn a lot about um, organization, about time management, managing your money. You just get so much life experience. Um, and I wouldn't trade that for the world. Absolutely. And you just have to, you know, in a big city especially, you have to be resilient. And um, that, I think, has fed into every other aspect of my life and just made me a stronger person in general. Yep. Gotcha. That's that's awesome. I think a lot of people, they don't really have that, like, career to, like, life, like, balance. Because it seems mm-hmm. like you are, because you are so passionate about theater and it seems so ingrained in like your everyday life that there's a like a nice crossover I don't think a lot of people have that yeah like, that's, yeah yeah my, my dad is like a he's a computer engineer and like I guess he has to like be meticulous about everything but he's not going to like learn those like invaluable lessons that you have mm. and like have them applied to his life nearly as well as sure your, with your experiences yeah, that's interesting. I think um, that is really interesting, and I, I really appreciate that. I think there, like I said, you kind of have to, some people talk about in the arts, when you work in the arts, there's like the hustle, you know? And it is. You are constantly trying to find ways and like avenues, like I said, that your skills can be, be put to work. And it's not so cut and dry as I am you know, like a, a, a computer engineer or something and I get this job. Like it, there are um, so many different possibilities which can be really overwhelming, but it causes you as an individual to get creative and get specific about what you want and, you know, how you want to shape that path. Um, and I do think that it, it taught me to have work-life balance too because there was at some point when I was getting into my late 20s early 30s that I was like okay you know I've been doing this for about 10 years and I'm craving a bit more um, consistency a bit more sustainability I've done all these things that I set out to do and I'm really glad I did them and it totally informed what my next move was in life Um, And I didn't feel like I was leaving anything behind or leaving anything undone. I just sort of felt like, okay, I had all these experiences and they can help propel me into whatever is next that's going to also fulfill what I want and need now, you know, as someone who's in their early 30s. Yeah, that's... Sorry, I keep, keep, like, repeating that, like, that's awesome, that's incredible, but... I, I'm just like in awe because I'm in awe because like I haven't really you're like the first the only person I've talked to that like has like I don't know this cool experience it's certainly unique wow. to me um yeah, some cool. back, yeah some background about me I'm just more like I guess I've never really been involved in like the fine arts or anything before this class I originally signed up for it to get better at public speaking and just confidence Great. on stage so mm-hmm. this is like just a completely different like aspect of life I've never like been exposed to. I think the coolest thing is just that a lot of people they do settle for jobs that like they do it for like mm-hmm. the money or they do it because like it's the traditional path. Mm-hmm. And 
the fact that you're doing something that you're so passionate about and you love and like you're still like finding new creative ways to like express that that's like that's just incredible that's like well, bigger thank picture you. stuff and I commend you for you know diving in to try to learn new skills and especially public speaking so I would say that I think everyone should go through theater training because you learn so much about your breath and your voice which are our most vital tools right and so many people don't know how to use them and they might you know work in some like high-powered position but if you don't have the ability to communicate well and effectively which I think makes you you know a good leader then you're really missing out on on being you know even better at your job whatever it is has maybe has nothing to do with the arts at all so I think learning about theater just to gain those public speaking skills like you're doing is awesome. Like that is, I think everyone should, should do that. And I think you'll get a lot more value out of it than you even know. Like you may grow in ways you didn't think you would. So right. who does to you? Thank you. And definitely I have been having that experience. Like just like the things that I can see, I have felt a lot more like confident and like comfortable like and like how I like present mm-hmm. myself to others and how I like speak up it's been like yeah. crazy changes even though our yeah. got cut short like even like the short time that I did have was yeah. really cool right and you're so right it doesn't even have to be speaking in front of a room of a hundred people it, it, it also um, translates just to your interactions one-on-one and confidence but really, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, that's been super cool. All right. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked there. No, this is um, great. I love it. I was wondering, as a professional in the field and as someone who's clearly passionate about like what you are doing, I was wondering how you think theater influences the world and like the communities who appreciate it, especially like in times of need like this, where people maybe like where people are struggling. I think. This kind of connects to, you know, how, like, everyone's kind of freaking out right now because there's no sports to watch, and ultimately it's just mm-hmm. a distraction. I was wondering, yep. in theater, and, like, for the people who appreciate it, especially in a time like this where people may need distractions from the reality, what role do you think this plays? Well, first of all, I think that as soon as we got into these crazy times of quarantine and being isolated at home one of the things that I saw right away was uh, the performing arts world immediately finding ways to pivot and do their work online and right away there were musicians who were live streaming you know concerts from their living room and teaming up with other musicians to do a big live stream quote-unquote concert where each musician is playing from their living room or their kitchen or wherever (laughs) And I thought right away, I was like, that shows um, how resilient artists are and how resourceful they are. And uh, it shows how the arts can stand the test of time through through any problem. Um, it also makes me think of um, back during like the... Um, during like the Depression and also World War II, there were what were called living newspapers where uh, people were acting out um, scenes that were going on in everyday life like and, and shedding light on social justice issues. So they were using theater as a tool to 
um, show the public um, about an issue they might not otherwise see or think about. Um, so I think theater can play such a role in um, not only entertaining people, bringing people together, but also shedding light on issues in a way that can bring people in so they don't feel so defensive to learn about something that, you know, they might otherwise not think that they want to learn about or think about in a new way. Um, So there's that. And then I also think that in general, when we experience theater or really any art form, I think that we are able to see ourselves through different lenses. So we start to learn about lives that are maybe totally unlike our own. And I think that breeds empathy, which is, I think, probably the most crucial thing uh, to the world (laughs) that makes the world go round, especially right now as people having empathy and looking outside themselves and not being so self-centered. I think theater totally has a way of doing that. Um, So in that sense, it offers realism, like it shows us real life problems and how people deal with them and then we are able to think about how we would react and relate but like you said it also does offer an escape um, like all forms of entertainment and I think with art and theater that entertainment keeps our imaginations alive which is really important in depressing times (laughs) yeah Um, and Again, like with theater or improv or music um, or, you know, just any sort of art in general, there are so many different ways that that can be expressed. And so it can reach a really broad audience of people. I think even more so than football or basketball, you know, because... um, the arts is more nuanced and there are like so many more expressions of it yeah that makes complete sense thank you for that that was kind of like an like a curveball question just kind of like more relevant to what's going on right now oh i liked that question the best because that i mean we're in some crazy times right now you know unprecedented and i think that um the way that we use the arts and like channel our expression and keep the arts alive through this will say a lot about us as citizens and as a human race honestly yeah no definitely I actually saw something the other day it's not for my generation but it's like for more like my like my parents generation maybe your generation but it said that this might be one of the most like the second most impactful thing that happened like in this time period besides 9-11 and that was just kind of like mm-hmm. crazy because like you hear about like you watch the news and everything and it does like you're a lot of people are still in shock that this is happening right mm-hmm. and we're not going to know like what exactly happened until two three years after the fact Absolutely. but I guess right now what we can just do is just try our best to like stay connected whether it be through art or mm-hmm. um other methods um Mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of people are going to grow a lot and a lot of people are going to not grow at all or maybe Um, yeah it's true it's a big test for us 
yeah, that's certainly the craziest time of my life um, so far. And I think you're right that um, some people will uh, channel their energy into helping others and spreading joy and spreading beauty. Um, and I think there's art in this is getting a little <laughs> lofty, but I think there can be art and there can be elements of um, performance and storytelling and all of that in everything that we do. Um, you know, we have the opportunity each day to be really present in what we're doing and to, I think when we can be really present, often we can find joy in depressing times, we can find um, hope. And so uh, theater and art often just like can be that vehicle for us right no it's not lofty at all that makes complete sense i told i understand what you're talking about completely cool it's all about perspective <laughs> yeah uh, yeah last question for you i was wondering what advice you would give to aspiring artists who wish to pursue a career in the arts like similar to yours so this goes back to the little thing i mentioned about you know, I always tell my parents that I feel like my theater degree was worth it 100%, and I, I never have regretted going into the arts. I know some people who have regretted going into the arts, but I often think it's kind of about how they, what their perspective was, or, you know, if they weren't really willing to pivot and, you know, change. So I would say do it. If this is something you are interested in, excited about, um, try to get as broad of an education and experiences as you can. And I would also say, you know, I think that sometimes people think like, you know, oh, if you go into theater or, you know, history or art history or whatever you're passionate about, like, oh, it might be, um, dead end or you know the skills won't be translatable but for me at least the the skills and like the different experiences I've had have been completely translatable across even different industries um, so I think rest assured that if you are excited about something and you're interested in it and you um, really devote your energy to it and figuring out how to make it work for you, um, you won't lose out in the end. You'll be employable um, across industries, I think, um, as long as you diversify, you know, as long as you make sure that you are getting as many different skills as you can within, uh, within whatever realm it is that you're going into. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think... I think um, that reflects a lot with a lot of other things, like just the basically you get in what you get out, what you put in, right? And I think that you're a great example of that. And yeah, that's like definitely 100% believe that. I also think it's good to um, do something you love and know that there may be a time in your life where you want to pivot and do something else, and that's okay. And it, it doesn't mean that if, you know, you don't do one thing that you set out to do for the rest of your life, that doesn't mean you have failed at it. 
um, you could, you get to be so grateful and thankful for those experiences and those skills, and then they can feed into everything else that you do. And I mean, really, like my generation, your generation, we all are going to have so many different jobs in life. You know, very few people are going to work in the same job or the same industry for more than 10 years, really. Like right. my parents both worked in their jobs for like 30 or 35 years. Like that's just not really the way the world works anymore. So I think that's why it's even more important to do something that you're passionate about and to go for it and to know that um, you just have to embrace the skills that you learn along the way and you'll be able to transmit them um, into anything that you want to do, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for that. That makes that means a lot coming from you with your experience. Thanks. All right. Well, I think that that's all the questions I had. If there's anything else that you want to speak towards that you thought about, anything else that you thought of during those questions, um, feel you can totally talk about that. If not, if you don't have anything, then I think that you can wrap things up. Yeah. Well, this was great, Brooke, and I wish you all the best. I know that it has been a tough uh, couple of months for for everyone who's in high school right now as your semester got cut short but good for you for good for you and good for your teachers for finding ways to um learn remotely and to you know meet new people and um get involved in other ways and and so i just commend you and i hope that you learn a lot from your theater class and that it fuels you into your future so thanks for this opportunity it was really fun enjoy thank it. you I really appreciate. Thank you so much for taking this time, and I'm. I know that I personally really enjoyed this experience, and I'm sure that everyone who listens to it will also really um, get something out of it, one way or another. Well, thanks. You've been very professional in your communication, email-wise <laughs> and in the interview. So thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye.